Chapter 1. Stranger and Stranger Still. At the moment he was the last person I wanted to see. My day had been bad enough already. Now I was certain it was about to get worse. And yet, there he was. A moment before, he had poked his head into the cafeteria before walking over to the beverage station and pouring himself some fruit juice. I thought about ducking under the table, but quickly realized I was too old for that. Maybe he wouldn't see me back in the corner. I looked down and covered my face with my hands. And out of the cracks between my fingers, I could see he had turned, leaned back against the counter, and took a drink, surveying the room. Then he squinted towards me as he realized he wasn't alone. And with a surprised look, he started towards me. Of all nights, why here and why now? It had been our worst day ever in a long and torturous battle. Since three o'clock that afternoon, when the asthma made its first attempt that day to strangle Andrea, our 12-year-old daughter, we had been on guard for her life. First, we rushed her to the hospital, watching her struggle for every breath. Then we watched as the doctors and nurses battled with her asthma for the use of her lungs. I admit I did not deal with this well, although you'd think I would with all the practice I've had. My wife and I watched our daughter suffer all of her life, never certain when a sudden attack would threaten her life and send us scurrying to the hospital. It makes me so angry to watch her suffer, and no matter how much we've prayed for her and had others do the same, the asthma continues to get worse. A couple of hours ago, the medication finally kicked in, and she began to breathe more easily. My wife headed home to get some much-needed sleep and relieve her parents who had come to be with our other daughter. I stayed the night. Andrea finally fell asleep, and I found my way to the cafeteria for something to drink and a quiet place to read. I was too wired to sleep. Grateful to find the place deserted, I poured myself a cup of coffee and sat down in the shadows of a distant corner. I was so angry I couldn't even think straight. What had I done so wrong that my daughter must suffer like this? Why does God ignore my desperate pleas for her healing? Other parents gripe about playing taxicab for all their children's activities. I don't even know if Andrea will survive her next asthma attack, and I worry that the steroid she's on will stunt her growth. Somewhere in the middle of a good wallow in my anger, he poked his head into my private sanctuary. Now he was walking over to my table, and I honestly thought about punching him in the mouth if he dared to open it, even though deep down I knew I wouldn't. I'm only violent inside and not on the outside where anyone can see it. I've never met anyone more frustrating than John. I was so excited when we first met, and honestly, I've never met anyone as wise as he, but he's brought me nothing but grief. Since he's come into my life, I've lost my lifelong dream job, been ostracized from the church I'd helped start 15 years before, and even found my marriage in rougher waters than I've ever known. To understand just how frustrated I am, you'd have to come back with me to the day I first met John. As incredible as the beginning was, it doesn't compare to all we've been through since.